0: Hello everyone, my name is Kira Leonard and today I will be talking about the well-known topics, or unknown if you're the minimalistic type, of overproduction and overconsumerism. So first off, let's ask ourselves, what in the world do these words mean? Overproduction is simply the making of more of a product or substance than is needed, while overconsumerism is the idea that increasing the demand and consumption of a product is economically desirable now let's get into these words in a little bit more detail when you think of overproduction a lot of images probably come to mind i know for me it's images of warehouses stocked with boxes of overflowing products or even cartoon factories spinning out tons of little plastic toys you might also think of crates of food being tossed out in back dumpsters of huge grocery stores or fast food restaurants we know farmers and businesses want to sell what they produce But sometimes, what they produce is too much for the global economy to handle. This overproduction of products, or what we like to call, in the economic world, commodities, can lead to economic collapse in a capitalist society. Ever since the late 1800s, overproduction and overconsumerism have been a major factor in human life. The United States experienced enormous growth during industrialization, which was led by steel, oil, and many other manufacturing industries. Really, the United States was becoming the world's leading producer of goods by 1900. And as America went from debtor to creditor nation, the value of their exports tripled from 1870 to 1900. The overall national income and wealth skyrocketed. And when I say skyrocketed, I mean it full on hopped in a NASA rocket and went straight to space. Out of this industrialization era, many people became famous for their inventions and businesses. You've probably heard of some of these people. John D. Rockefeller, who is considered the richest person in modern history because of his contributions to the oil industry, Andrew Carnegie, who was American steel industry, Commodore Vanderbilt, who was railroads and shipping, Jay Goode, who was a ruthless robber baron and actually made his riches off speculating railroads, James B. Duke, who was tobacco and electric power, and E. H. Harriman, who was a railroad executive. In fact, so many people were coming up with ideas about new products that by the year 1900, there were over 4,000 people who were millionaires. That's compared to the year 1860, where there were very few, and I'm talking super few if close to zero millionaires. Overproduction became a huge problem for farmers in the 1920s. They had mechanized their techniques to keep up with the demand during World War I, but this had been super expensive. Once the war was over, farmers found themselves far in debt. Remember hearing about something called the Great Depression? Well, guess what had a big part in causing this global nightmare? That's right, overproduction, ladies and gentlemen. Farms and factories produced products and foods so quickly that people didn't even have time to buy what they were making. With too much stuff out there to buy, prices collapsed. People found themselves unable to pay off loans, and lots of people lost their farms and houses. Today, overproduction is still an issue in our economy, both in the United States and around the world. Anyone shopping the day after Christmas can see the effects of overproduction and how it actually controls our lives and the economic market. Now, this leads us into overproduction's twice-removed cousin, the cunning and controlling overconsumerism. Consumerism has its roots in the 18th century Industrial Revolution when machines were able to make and produce goods At a much faster rate than ever seen before following the great depression in an attempt to bolster the economy manufacturers tried to propose the idea that consumerism was the american way and that americans should in fact be referred to as consumers it was the duty of every american to contribute to the economy by purchasing factory-made products and then again after world war ii americans were actually considered patriotic Overconsuming because it helped the economy recover from the war. I mean is anyone else seeing a trend here? This brings us to today and the new age of internet and social media. Consumerism is even more greatly encouraged by people posting about their latest purchases or greatest sale finds. With a touch of a button everyone and anyone you know can see you posting about that new pair of Ray-Bans you definitely did not need and somehow it made you believe that because you bought that pair of sunglasses you might just end up becoming a little bit happier. But are you really? American culture is very good at encouraging people to consume more than they would ever need. This over-consumerism pushes people to work crazy hours and supports the idea that more and bigger is better. It's cloudy with a chance of meatballs all over again, but without the food falling from the sky. Many people end up becoming buried in debt that they are unable to dig themselves out of. So the question we should ask ourselves is, do material things really bring us happiness, and is overconsuming good for us? Becoming burdened with this tons of debt brings people farther away from the important things in life, such as family, friends, pets, and their communities. Studies even show that with an increase in personal income, happiness levels do not improve, even though you have the luxury of buying more things. It turns out that the old saying is true, money cannot buy you happiness. Nowadays, the crisis of American consumerism is ever growing and has no plan to stop in the near future. According to a professor, Amitai Etzioni at George Washington University, consumerism is the obsession with acquisition that has become the organizing principle of American life. When people are fulfilling their basic needs such as safety, food, water, clothing, shelter, etc., this is considered consumption rather than consumerism. But once people start trying to satisfy unattainable wants, it turns into consumerism, which can actually lead to social disease. Over-consumerism is warping human values. People tend to forget what is truly important in their life. Instead of meeting good old dad for lunch at the park, they opt for the 75% off clearance sale at Macy's. Consumerism is not only bad for people's health, but it is also bad for the planet. I mean, you had to see this one coming. Clothing and apparel from fashion and textile industries use enormous amounts of water, energy, and chemicals, which deplete Earth's resources. Overconsumerism is simply not sustainable, and with the growing concern about climate change, draining the Earth of its natural resources is not going to help. So there you have it, folks. Overproduction and overconsumerism wrapped neatly in a tight little pink bow. I hope you learned something and that you enjoyed me talking for these last couple of minutes. And you have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye.